Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. Hey everybody, and welcome to this first part of a brand new series called We The People. My name is John, I'm the location pastor from One Church Gloucester, and through this series you're going to hear from a number of different location pastors from around the One Church network as we count down to our We Are One online conference in a few weeks' time. Uh, this series is called We The People, uh, and it's all about how we can play our part in something bigger. Uh, you may have noticed the theme Uh, The artwork is all based around Lego. Uh, You're probably wondering why Lego? Well, that's because Lego teaches us this. It teaches us that what we can build together is far greater than what we can build on our own, right? What we can build together is far greater than what we can build alone. Uh, Lego teaches us that. Maybe you have Lego at home. Statistically, apparently there's enough Lego in the UK that on average, every home has at least 44 pieces of Lego. It's true. You know this is true because you've probably trodden on it without any shoes or socks on and that is the evil of lego as well um but you know maybe you grew up playing with lego you might have kids that have lego maybe you've got older kids and have the really expensive lego um but it does teach this doesn't it sure we can play with it alone but when we get to build something together we really see what it can be um louise and i and the kids we saw this in kind of real life in action in we went to legoland just a couple of weeks ago I went there, did the whole thing, two days. There's rides and attractions and restaurants and everything's Lego. But the best part of Legoland for me was Miniland. Now, Miniland is where they have rebuilt or recreated some of the major cities and sites from all over the world completely out of Lego. Let me show you this. Here's a little clip or a little video that I took just looking across uh, London in Miniland, in Legoland in London. Uh, You've got Buckingham Palace and Houses of Parliament along the River Thames and uh, the London Eye. Incredible, isn't it? I was so impressed as we walked around these incredible sites that have been rebuilt completely out of Lego. And by each site tells you how many builders it took. And that whole place, that whole Miniland would have been hundreds of builders taking thousands of hours, using hundreds of thousands of bricks to build something incredible. It's true, isn't it? That what we can build together is greater than what we can build on our own. And I'm sure every single builder that played a part in that can look across that and go, yeah, I, I was a part of that. I, I played my part in building something bigger. This is what we hope from this series, that we'll see that every one of us, every one of us, wherever we're watching this in your homes and living rooms and kitchens and gardens or wherever you might be on holiday somewhere that you might know that you are part of something bigger and you are building for something bigger as well. In the, in sports at the moment, there's lots of sports that are about to start a brand new season. And that means there's players that are joining teams for the first time and a time and moving franchises and they're pulling on jerseys and shirts of that are different colours to they've ever worn before. Uh, and there'll be loads of expectation upon them as they as they do that. Tens of millions of dollars or euros or pounds are exchanged in some of these deals, aren't they? But when they pull that shirt on for the first time, they know that by representing that team, that they're representing a whole history and they're going to they're going to play a part in the present and hopefully be building something great for the future. 
Maybe you've never signed a $60 million contract to join a new franchise, or maybe your team has never sold or bought you for tens of millions of pounds in the transfer market uh, to a new Premier League club. But have you ever worked for a, uh, for a company or a business? Have you ever worked for someone and it's made you feel like, wow, I am, I'm stepping into something far bigger than myself? Maybe, you, maybe it's a company with a great history for customer service or uh, industry-leading products. And that moment you pull the company t-shirt or you wear the branded name badge or you receive your printed business cards, you, you realize, well, I am stepping into something here that's been building for years and years and years. I'm stepping into a whole history I'm and I'm going to play my part in the present and I'm building something for the future. Let me tell you this, if you are part of One Church today, this could even be the first time you have ever tuned in. This is what we want for you, that you would know you are stepping into a whole history, but you can, get, you can play your part in the present and build something great for the future. Yes, every single one of us. So let me help us with this. Like, where are we going with this? How do we get this whole series started beyond Lego and players making huge transfers? Um, well, we're going to go right early on in the Bible to a man named Abraham. Now, if you have never picked up a Bible before, chances are you probably still would have heard of the name of Abraham. Abraham is one of these big, iconic characters in the Bible. And the reason he's so big and iconic is because of this promise that God makes to Abraham right early on. They're going to read this. This is in Genesis chapter 12. We're going to pop this on screen so you can read along with me. Uh, this is a huge seminal moment, not just in the life of Abraham, but in the whole Bible, because it tells us this. This is the promise given to Abraham by God. It says this, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you I will, and whoever curses you, I will curse and all the people on earth will be blessed through you. That's Genesis 12 verses 2 and 3. Finishes with this, all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Here we see God's big plan is to bless nations of people, all the nations. In fact, every single person, all of humanity is to receive this blessing from God. And how's he going to do it? Well, Abraham, I'm going to use you to do that. Could you just imagine for a second, just put yourself in Abraham's shoes. Uh, we don't really don't know much about his past, his history. He doesn't seem to have any kind of prominence or money or position or power. And yet we see this incredible promise that's given to Abraham uh, that he goes on to make a covenant with him. He, he secures, he firms up this promise with a covenant and says that I'm going to bless you. But importantly, here's what's going to happen. You are going to be my vessel through which I'm going to bless all the nations. Abraham's like, great. Uh, when do we start? What do I do? Uh, what on earth am I supposed to do that? How am I supposed to? How can one person bless every single nation on earth? We see, we've got to understand this, that while this promise was given to a person, it was to be fulfilled by a people. While this promise was given to a person, it was to be fulfilled by a people. And actually, Abraham becomes this patriarch and this father of this family. And there's a song about that that we won't go into now. And we see, and you can, if you kind of have a spare 12 hours or so, you can just read the rest of the Old Testament and, 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 and you can follow 
this story page after page of this promise being outworked and the, the what this is one of the themes of the entire bible how is god going to bless the nations through this one man or the people that become the people of abraham his his family who become tribes and clans and eventually become a whole nation of people and you know what if you get to the end of the narrative of the old testament you know what we see we see that it's critiqued that we see that they've succeeded in moments but failed more often than not and actually the narrative ends in the old testament with this nation of people not really blessing anybody in fact they're in exile with no place to call their own so is this the end of the story or is god's promise still going to be worked out where you turn a few pages and we're introduced to jesus in the new testament and we're taught that uh, we're shown through these through scripture as certainly as, as some of the earliest christian writers reflected on the work of jesus christ and the humanity of jesus christ and the deity of jesus christ as they reflect and meditate on what he achieved what he did the the purpose of not just his life and his teaching but significantly his death and his resurrection and what was achieved by that they begin to pick up this language that was used for abraham language of promise language of covenant hope is about to be renewed that God's big picture plan, which is to bless the nations, could still come through. And maybe it wasn't going to happen through Abraham, but it could happen through somebody else. You see this uh, in book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 15, says, For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, a, a new promise. It's, it's, it's very much connected to this old promise given to Abraham but it's come to life it's been renewed and resurrected in Christ Christ has mediated a new promise that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant there's a new covenant now I've I have lifted one verse out of one chapter of a whole book this book called Hebrews that goes into loads more detail it's quite intricate and, and technical how it tries to unpack this new thing I've just picked one verse out to try and help you see that these writers were seeing the work of Christ as being an introduction of a renewed covenant. But here's what's awesome about this. There's loads of other things to be said. And let me just tell you one more thing out of that. This is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 to 6. This is good and pleases God our Saviour, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. You see this? See the, Abraham was going to be this mediator. And now with new promise, this new covenant has come in Christ Jesus. That he would now be the mediator between God and mankind. He gave himself as a ransom for all people. And this has now been witnessed to at the proper time. Now in Christ comes this brand new promise and God's plan to bless the nations comes to life again in Christ Jesus and what comes with that is an invitation what comes with all of that is an invitation for you and I to also receive this same promise to receive this promise from God 
to receive his blessing, to receive his love. And not only that, but to play a part in blessing the nations through you. See, in a way, the way the promise came to Abraham to say, now go, go and be a blessing to the nations. There's a, almost an expectation, but certainly an invitation that you and I would play our part in blessing the nations. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Where do I start? I think that's a lot to do on your own. But we the people can do this together. So why be part of a community of Christ followers or disciples? Why be part of a church? Well, because, yes, you are brilliantly, wonderfully and uniquely made. Yes, every single one of us are made in the image of God. But his plan for the planet is to be fulfilled through his people. And we, the people, while individual, each coming of our own strengths and certainly our weaknesses, when we come together, though, then we get to deliver and extend this promise, extend this invitation to be a part of this incredible thing that God wants to do, which is to bless the nations through you, through me, but most significantly through us. So how can you be the people today? How can we be the people today? Well, maybe you can think about that. Maybe that's something that you can try and do this week. Maybe think of one thing you can do this week that takes you, that moves you from being a person to being a people, that moves you from being an individual to being a part of something way bigger. Yes, this is huge. Yes, this might be the first time you are stepping into this. But know this, just like someone putting that shirt on for the first time, you are stepping into something. Just like that first day at that job that you began, you are stepping into something. You are stepping into, you are inheriting, inheriting a great history. You are stepping into the part that you are going to play today. And together, we are going to build a great future. What can you do today to move yourself from being a person to being a people.